podcast called uh, Dub Jellyson Podcast. First ever type 1 diabetic in UFC history. Uh, doing fine, Dub. Nice to be with you. Get out! <laughs> He's like, yeah. My tunnel vision and my periphery, I'm like all field. Hey, you know how it is, Dub. Hey, when you're, hey, when you're team. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's crazy. What's up, everyone? We're back with another episode of the Dub Jellyson Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, Mr. Taylor Stallworth. Tay, how you doing? Hey, how y'all doing this morning? I'm doing good, man. What about yourself? I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for coming on, taking the time to do this. Um, how, I mean, I've seen you've been working a lot on Instagram and, and things like that. How's the offseason been going for you so far? Uh, offseason been pretty good, man. Like, I cannot even lie. Like, you know, you know, training with different guys and being around, like, different guys learning, you know. I was out in Vegas with D-Buck and um, Ben Banigou, my teammates, training out there with Mark Hall and the guys. So, that was a great experience, a well-learning well experience for me. And, you know, now I'm back in Indy, you know, training on one of the GOATs in the game, Robert Mathis. So, like, learning from him and just training with him, like, it's just mind-blowing for real, for real. So, like, this all season been great. So, I'm really looking forward to camp and really looking forward to the season this year. Mm-hmm. What types of things are you working on with Rob? Um, I know, I mean – he started this whole movement of kind of embracing these D-line guys from all different teams. Um, so what do you guys work work on? Is it kind of like a general thing, or does he do things specifically for you or vice versa? Uh, really, it's just all around, like, really helping us enhance our game and enhance our every, every technique that we need to get to the quarterback, like making sure that quick hands, quick feet, because now we're in a generation of, a, of the game that, hey, you got to be able to move, like, yeah, it's cool to have all that power and all that, but can you show your quickness? Can you show your, um, you know, shiftiness, your explosiveness, getting off the ball, you know, really just movements to get the whole lineman off their pass. So, you know, just working with him and seeing what he's teaching and it really makes sense because, like, going back and if you watch his film, like all the years they played, the same stuff that he's teaching us, he did. So proof is in the pudding. So right now I'm just learning. Going ahead, filling up on my whole plate. So by the time I camp and season start, hey, I'll be great. <laughs> hey, so. I believe that. Uh, I mean, how valuable is it to have one of the greatest pass rushers of all time kind of helping you and mentoring you? Oh, it's a it's a true blessing, man. Like, hands down, true blessing. Like, it's one of our one of kind of opportunities, really. Like, not too many guys can have that, you know, say that, oh, I trained with this guy, I trained with that guy. Like, you know, being able to train with one of the greatest in the game, one of the greatest pass rushers in the game, like, especially for a coach, like, it's unreal. Like, it's unmatched. So, it's a true blessing every time I be able to work with him. Just learning him and, like, having him teaching us and just listen to him and, like, really put into what he's saying and to the drills and all the stuff that we do, so. And you also talked about um, going out to Vegas to train with Ben and DeForest. Um, I mean, when you're with those guys, what what all do you guys work on? And is there – I just thought of this. Is there like a – like do you guys have to have cohesion as a defensive line in terms of where you guys are going to fit into the gaps? And does it take time to kind of find that? Um, you know, like once everything get back started, like, it takes time to like really get into that groove, you know, really like understanding like, okay, this guy, he's this type of Russian, this in and that in that type of rush, I'm this type of Russian. So like once we find that fine line, it, it don't take us that long to really find that fine line because in our D line, we got a we got a we got a bunch of great guys. 
a bunch of great guys that can stop the run, that can pass rest. So, like, once we find that line, everything be smooth selling. But being not that with Ben and Buck, like, that was a true learning experience for me. Like, and the work that Buck is one of the greatest in the game right now, like, top tier defensive lineman in the game. So, just seeing his work that there and seeing how he go about his day, like, how he training, just really like just watching him and learning from him, like, yeah. So, I'm blessed to have him, one of my teammates, you know, just learning him from every day. And also with Ben, like, you know, he's a young guy coming into the game, explosive, quick, fast, like, he's going to be a very disruptive player this year. So, I, I'm I'm very excited for us this year, man. I mean, along with them, I mean, you've played alongside guys like Cameron Jordan, DeForest, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, Justin Houston, Darius Leonard, Demario Davis. How much do you take away from those guys and kind of learn from them and pick their brain? Well, each guy has a like each guy work ethic is different. But they're once they once that ball, like once that game start, once that that um, clock start going, like mindset is different like being down there with new orleans with cam jordan and demario davis just seeing the work that they put into the game like especially with cam like even though y'all see cam on instagram like funny guy <laughs> amazing guy but as soon as he stepped foot on that turf like the animal come out of him same with mario like very humble guy very like loving guy like love and respect that man all the way but as soon as he stepped foot on that turf oh man it's a different animal coming out and especially being here, like a bunch of young guys at the Colts, D Leonard, D Bug, you know, the guys grow all the LBs on the back. So like it just, it's just a it's different, but it all the same, really, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like yeah, just the work that and just the enthusiasm with it. So it's unmatched for real, for real. When you came from the from the Saints now to the Colts, um, you just finished up your first year with the Colts heading into your second year. Did you notice any culture difference between the two organizations as a whole? Well, you know, every team is different. Mm-hmm. Every team is different in their ways. You know, Saints organization, how they were running things, and the Colts, how they were running things. So, you know, just being on those two different teams and just seeing how the organization take care of each player, like both of them do a great job, but it just – there's no, oh, I'm favoring this, favoring that, like, because every team is different. Like, every culture is different, like, the coast culture is different from the Saints culture, so. Mm-hmm. And one thing I thought was really interesting that I've kind of noticed um, as the years have gone on, I've kind of gotten a better idea of how football works. Um, just the kind of many fraternities that there are in the game, yeah. just like like Rob with the defensive lineman, he's kind of bringing them in, taking them under his wing. Um, like D-Butt and Bethay doing their things with the DBs and then like Pat McAfee doing his things with the specialists. So, I mean, am I am I on with that? Like, are there kind of many fraternities within the NFL in terms of, like, position groups? No, I wouldn't say there's many fraternities, really. It's just, like, really just a bunch of guys doing whatever it takes to, you know, go out there and get that W at the end of the day. Like, wherever it takes to be a better version of yourself the day before. So, like, I wouldn't say as many fraternities, just those guys, you know, being able to come back and, like, you know, teach their ways and teach their game in their eyes and, you know, having the depth of a teaching method with the um, players um, with this generation. So the many fraternities, like, I want to say all that, but more of a really just like, you know, a bunch of guys coming back, a bunch of greats coming back and giving $80 to the young guys. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. 
before we kind of dive into this past season and, and going forward, I want to talk, I want to take you back to when you first came in the league, how do you think you've evolved both on and off the field? Um, I evolved a lot on the field. You know, when I first came into the league, I was more of like really just a run stopper, you know, taking up blockers, you know, eating up the gaps. Now, you know, I really like understood the game, you know, starting to really understand my body and, what it takes to go into the game, what it takes to, you know, really train myself and mentally get myself right. And I really just see my game just elevating every year more and more. I'm learning more and more every every day. Like, so I can just see the elevation of my skills just growing, going. And even on off the field, like me being back on Instagram and just doing stuff outside the community, like around Indianapolis and back home and just, you know, really just being in tune with the community because, I'm more than an athlete. Like, yes, I play in the NFL. Yes, I play for them. That's close. But at the same time, I do have another. I do have life. I do have things that interest me outside of football. I do have things that I want to do outside of football. So just being being in the NFL is just a great platform to have that and be able to voice my um, voice wherever I feel, voice what I want to do. So you know, kid like eight, seven years old, looking up like, oh man, like, that's cool. Like because. Anybody can do it. Like, if you put your mind to it and you just keep working, like, hey, the sky's the limit, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys really, like, fully understand it, but as someone, like, that's seven or eight years old, and some of the stuff that you guys do is amazing in the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, all across the board, everyone everyone has been doing great things, but um, these kids will remember that for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys – like, I'm sure you guys do realize it, but it doesn't really, like, set in just because you're doing it so much. Um, but what are some of the things, like, some of the projects you've you've been working on recently? And then what are some of your plans for the future in terms of, like, community and things like that? Well, age? right now, you know, I have a gym back at home, you know, just giving my knowledge like, with um, Terrence Goodwin and Deshaun Davis, you know, close friends of mine back home. So we started up a gym back home called Fitness Lab 251, and, we bring in kids from high school, middle school, even elementary, and, like, just giving back the knowledge, just teaching them, like, okay, like, if you want to get here, like, this is what it takes. But also telling them, like, the off-the-field stuff, teaching them the game and with the off-the-field stuff because, yes, football is important, but getting that education and make sure you're doing the right things, you know, treating people the right way, you know, respecting your elders, respecting your peers, and, like, really just being a, uh, a true man in society. So just giving back in that way, really something that I'm been doing right now. And then there's a lot of stuff that I really want to do here in Indianapolis um, this upcoming year, especially like with, you know, being able to food drives, doing that 40 year starts, um, give um school giveaway stuff. So that's something that I have in plan for the near future for me. Well, that's awesome, man. If you ever need any, any help with those, just let me know. Um, I'll okay. shoot out, come help. Um, anything like that. Uh, I mean, I like, I like the fact that you've been talking about kind of your growth off the field and kind of passing that down to the younger generations. If, if you could give one kid or if you could give kids one piece of advice, maybe they're in high school or coming into a division one program like you did, um, what would that be? The one advice I'd give them is honestly just, if you, if you have your mind set on something and you truly believe in it, do it. Like, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, but at the end of the day, if you truly believe and you truly put the work into it and really fuck that could be on the field and off the field, 
you can accomplish anything really mm-hmm. yeah i mean i mean no doubt i i agree with you there um one other thing that i wanted to ask was when you when you come in contact with some of these guys like Cameron Jordan's been in the league for a long time. Robert Mathis was at the top of his game for a long time. Um, what kind of advice do they kind of give you in terms of, of off the field and just talking about life? Um, really just really just me being able to see them and see how they are off the field with their families and see how they are with kids. Like, you know, that just see – that just give me a visual. Like, okay, this is what it takes. This is what I have to do, like – these are the steps I have to get to to really elevate my game on and off the field because you you have a very impactful like platform and that a lot of people pay attention to. So like people can use that platform negatively, people can use that platform positively, and those two guys maximize that platform positively as no one else can. So just being able to learn on those guys, same with Debo, like just watching him with his family on off the field activities that he do around the uh, city of Indianapolis, like it's unreal. So being able to learn from guys and just really sit back and just listen and have them teach me, it's like, wow, like just soaking in all that knowledge. So once I get to that level, I can be able to do the same thing to people that's on younger than me. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, next I want to move on to um, kind of going forward and what that means for the Colts and yourself, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, what does the offseason look like from a team perspective in terms of like OTAs and mini camps and things, things along those lines? Uh, like, you mean like practice wise or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, practice. Uh, well, you know, with the new rules this year and like COVID procedure, every team had a different like OTA stance. Like, we had our two week period without OTAs. Other teams have probably like the four week, maybe three week period. So, Right now, everybody just really training, get ready for camp coming in, get ready in the best shape of their lives because go out there and battle every day. So you get better and really get to that true goal to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Is it has it been easier compared to last year? Because last year we were kind of in the thick of things in terms of the COVID pan, COVID nineteen pandemic and, and everything like that. It's gotten a little looser, but I'm sure you guys still have to go through kind of strenuous um, circumstances. Well, what you know, like last year, everything was up in there. Nobody knows when we was going to report back. Like, you can't be here. You can't be there. Like, it was just a lot of just confusion and just, you know, just, but we got through it and it was a great season. So, but this year is more of a foundation. Like, we know what to expect. Like, there's a vaccine out here for people to take. Um, there are steps that we have to go about, like, to really just prepare ourselves. So, we don't have that distraction of, worrying about the pandemic or the coronavirus, like, don't have that distraction. So I feel like the NFL this year did a great job with that, you know, just really, like, setting a format, especially with teams to help their guys out to figure out the best way, you know, to get the guys back in the building, but being able to do it in a safe way so they can go back to their families and not be able to, like, have their families concerned about their health or families' health. So just how the NFL handled the things this year, like, is better. A hundred percent. I mean, that's what it's, that's what it, uh, that's what it's about at the end of the day. But going back to last season, you find that it kind of took longer for the team as a whole to mesh just because of the weird off season. Um, not really like, you know, with no preseason last year, like everything happened in camp. So like game mode was every day in camp. So 
Like, I don't think it took us a long time to mesh. Like, we caught the groove real quick. And, you know, once we caught that groove, you could tell, especially around, like, you can really tell and really feel. So I want to say we took a long time to find that groove. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how have you and your coaches and teammates uh, kind of reflected on how last last season went um, and, like, how it, how it ended and how you can take that next step forward? Uh, it's a building block. Like, that's just uh, the first layer of the foundation. Like, we have something to um, build off of. Like, even though we we made the playoffs, but we finished, like, we didn't, you know, go past the wild card. But, you know, that's a that's a, that's a a goal right there. We made the playoffs. So now, okay, we made the playoffs. We put the work into it to go into the season, you know, do what we got to do every day to get there, but go past that point and further on. So I feel like the coaches are doing a great uh, job, like, really talking to the players and getting to understand, like, what do we have to do to better succeed so what happened last year won't happen. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, are there some key areas that you guys have been working on in particular? Um, I really want to say no key areas right now because we really ain't all back in the building, but really just everybody is doing their job, like, doing what it takes. Like, it's 11 men on the field, so – trusting that guy beside you, trusting that guy behind you to do what they have to do to execute that play. So, And how much is that kind of – I don't know if you had that when you were in college coming, kind of coming into the pros, but is that is that trust in your teammates bigger um, just with some of the guys that you, you guys have on that defense? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, I trust every single guy, like – I look to the side of me, I see Grove, I see Buck, Tyloo, like all those guys, LB, D. Leonard, Scott Moore, Zaire, you know, Bobby O'Ricky. I know that they're going to do their jobs. They know I'm going to do my job. Like we all trust one another to do what we have to do to really truly get to where we want to be. So, and then the coaching staff, like they do a great job executing and like really setting us up for success on the field. Mm-hmm. And then kind of, shifting to this this past offseason um you guys have a lot of a lot of major turnover uh within the roster uh mm-hmm. just in certain positions like you got eric fisher obviously carson Wentz, yeah. um pay and and rochelle coming in on that defensive line oh, yeah. uh, what do you think of the new guys that are coming in and how excited uh, are you to work with them I'm, I'm i'm excited to see them work especially with carson you know a lot of guys had a downfall or they thought so many things about carson but he's a great guy he's as soon as he stepped through the door i knew that he was a leader like he was ready to work he's eager to work and he's ready to learn and really take this offense to a different level so i'm really excited to see what they have planned and carson like like he's gonna have a nice year like, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> like i'm excited to see that because like just having that present walk through the door, you can see that hunger in his eye. You see that determination in his eye. So that's cool. And having the young guys like Dio, uh, Quiddy come in, you know, explosive, quick guys, like special Quiddy. Like, like I call him my Fofo Bulldog. Because that boy is too, too explosive, man. Like, and then Dio, he's explosive, long and big. The Ike shit, Ike coming in. So, it's going to be an exciting year this year, you know. I'm looking forward to being able to work with all the guys, really. When – I mean, when the when the um, organization is making these kind of big moves, like when you guys heard the announcement that Carson Wentz was coming on, I'm sure some guys, whether they want to admit it or not, were kind of sheepish about it just because of mm-hmm. um, how this past season played out and everything. But um, 
how did he how was he recepted in the locker room, I guess, when he first came on and kind of showed that he could be that leader? It's all family in that locker room. Like, you know, whoever walks through that door, we treat him with love and respect. Like his family, like whatever that happened in the past years or years before that, that doesn't matter because once you step through that shoe, like it's a new path. Like now we're working on to get to where we need to be. So, you know, I know guys probably had their opinions, everybody probably had their opinions, like that's their thing, but he he puts the work in and we see it. He he's determined and we see so like you know he's gonna prove himself this year and gonna quiet a lot of mouths so i'm excited for that and also how excited were you to see all the all the additions and bringing guys back on the defense i know i mean i don't know how many guys they brought in on defensive line the front seven but it's it's pretty insane how much talent the colts have oh it's a lot of talent man like it's a lot of talent in that room i'm telling you right now like so many different skill sets so many different like athleticism because it's, it's, it's unreal, for real. And then how does, kind of on the flip side of that, how do you guys as a, as a locker room deal with um, some of the team leaders leaving, obviously, in free agency, like Anthony Walker and um, Danique Autry in particular on the defense? Yeah, well, you know, it was sad to see them guys leave, but, you know, they got the best um, door that opened up for them, like with Danico signing with the Titans, you know, a walk, he's over there with the Browns, like still in the same division, but now they're rivals. But ain't no love lost. Like I see Nico, I see Nico today, and I'd be like, "What up, family?" Like that's my dog. Like Nico, I came in, he welcomed me with open arms. Like you know, so it was what? cool. Like, now nah, what you said? Oh, they keep going. If you had something, to I was like, "Yeah, they left," but like you know, next man up. So like, really. You know, that's how the game goes, you know, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. And when a, when a move is made, what is the talk like in the locker room, uh, both whether if they like the move or if they kind of disagree? Um, Every organization different, but with us, like, it really wasn't no negative talk. Like, you know, we was happy for him. Like, we when we found out Nico was leaving, like, hey, big congrats. I was like, brother, that's inspiration. I text him, I'm like, yo, that's motivation for me, my dog. Like. It's all love because, like, we know that they put their best foot forward. Like, A Walker and Nico, like, every every game, you know, they coming out there with that dog mentality. So, that's the expectation with the Colts Nation. So, mm-hmm. yep. Can't, on, can't really hate on anybody for going to get yeah. a bag in free agency. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, you know. So, <laughs> uh, ain't no hate in that. Yeah, for sure. What is kind of the the feel and, and the buzz amongst the amongst the guys in the locker room and the coaches um, heading into next season with pretty lofty expectations? Um, society, like everybody's society, really. Everybody's ready to work. Everybody get out there. Like I'm getting texts from my coaches and strength staff. You know, just looking forward for all the guys to be back in the building. You know, because it's really like a family in that. Like. That's what people really don't realize is a true family, man. We all love each other. We all respect each other. But at the end of the day, we all know what it takes to get to where we need to be. So we all put in that work on and off the field. Where do you think that family kind of feel comes from? Because, like, growing up, as a, have been a Colts fan my entire life, and it's always kind of felt like a family. Does it come from the top down, or is it kind of just all the players' connection? Yes. Like, from Ursay all the way down. Like, it comes from him all the way down, which spreads out to the whole community. Because 
is this is a it's a great team and a wonderful community who supports their team. So like that whole family feel is just the whole state itself. Like you feel that once you walk through the door, you feel that once you walk through the stadium, like boom, like we here for you. Like we want to see you do great. So we want to see you achieve and whatever it takes that you can ask questions, like do whatever it takes to really get yourself to the potential that you should be at. Does it have a kind of similar feel as maybe college football or high school football in that way? Um, not really. Not really, because, like, you know, collegiate is different from the NFL. Like, collegiate is getting you ready for the NFL. So, I want to say, like, it's the same. Like, but, you know, there's just that bond and that, that brotherhood. Like, just that's that's everywhere, really, in any type of sport. So, And – um, how do you how do you think that you guys match up with the other teams at the top of the league? Like, obviously the Chiefs and the Bucks, mm-hmm. um, and then you can go down the list as well. Well, you know, right now we we really just are going against ourselves. Like, looking the man in the mirror and say, okay, what can I do to be better? So when that time do come and we face those opponents, we know that okay, we about to put a hundred percent out on the field, and wherever the outcome be, we know that we gave it our all. So like. We know that we feel like we're a great team and we stack up pretty great against others. But right now we just focus on ourselves and like what we have to do to um, be that top tier team and what the stuff that we have to take to work every single day. So, mm-hmm. And I know we're getting close on time. So just last question I have for you is mm-hmm. um, obviously going into any season, their goals. Um, so is your guys' goal to straight up just win the Super Bowl every single year or is it you guys kind of, compartmentalize it well that's if if your goal ain't trying to go out there and give you all and come home with that ring come home with that trophy eh? i don't know what to say so like i feel like our goal is to win that super bowl is to bring another one back to the city so like we're gonna do whatever it takes to really get that goal and really achieve that goal and i feel in like i believe it so we're gonna put that work in this camp and then you know We'll see this season, like, every single – we just take one game at, at a time and just give it our all every single game and just let it handle itself. Well, I can't wait. I'm, I'm super oh, excited yeah. for the season. Um, I want to say thank you so much for coming on. Uh, glad you're feeling better from yesterday. Yes, <laughs> yes man. Uh, uh, thank you for having me, man. Yes, sir. Uh, good luck uh, going forward and um, stay safe as well. Yes, sir. You too, man. All right. Have a good one. All right, peace.